Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Clearing. Happy Thursday to the Ticket Nation out there. The Ticketverse, as I like to call it. This is the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. I am Jake Bokov, and across from me is Rico. He's wearing an awful hat, but that's all right. He's just celebrating uh, Star Wars, so that's at least uh, redeemable quality about him. But it's a New York Yankees hat, so. May uh, the 4th be with you. Yeah, but nothing to do with it's the It's a Yankees. lightsaber. I see the it's lightsaber, lightsaber. yeah. He's just, it's uh, it's the good side. You're not. It's not a red lightsaber. It's a light blue lightsaber. Right Everybody yeah. calls the, the Yankees the... Uh, uh, evil Empire. Uh, the evil Empire. Yeah. So, you know, they should we, be we out evil. Here. So, we out here. Well, you look like you're on the good side there, and that's definitely. Because I am on the Yankees. good side. I'm on the winning side. Yankees are not winners. I'm on the good They're side. They're last of, in the AL East. I'm on the good side of history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, history, yeah, you've got me there. Uh, but, uh, anyways, uh, we are we are planning to have the Royals take over the airwaves here in about 25 minutes. We will keep rolling on uh, here on the Ticket Water Cooler on the stream. So, if you're listening on the radio right now, prepare to head over to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Twitch, or just turn on Allo TV. I mean, yeah. that's where we're at. Download the app. We'll Love switch over idea. to that so that. The Royals won't be on the app. We'll be on the app. So if you download the app and you, you can listen through there, or you go to the website, you can listen on that way. Um, but just uh, on the radio stream, it will be the Royals. Yeah. Maybe they can get another win. They won yesterday. Yeah. They, they're, what, second game home, second home, home win? Second of the year, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. we know uh, Jeff Essink is down there from Farrell. Shout out to is Jeff he? and his son. Yeah, because his son is a uh, big big Orioles fan okay. for whatever reason. Um, but the Orioles got shut out by the Royals. And then the Denny's, right outside of their hotel, caught fire. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, that's a lot going on. So, yeah, just a lot of things happening down in Kansas City. Well, yeah. I'm going to head down to Kansas City. I want, I, maybe I'll stop by for a Royals game, but I'm going for the, the NASCAR event at Kansas Speedway. Yeah, look at you. Yeah. Didn't know you were a NASCAR guy. I'm not a NASCAR guy. Oh, but, but you're, this might make you a NASCAR this is guy. An, well, I decided whoever wins the race, that'll be my NASCAR guy. Because oh, there you I, go. I don't have a favorite um, as as many well well know that I used to work at a roast beef establishment, and yep. there we had Matt Kenseth. We had like a cutout of him. So Matt Kenseth for a while was my favorite, but your uh, guy, but now no longer. I yeah, he's no longer with the roast beef establishment. I'm no longer with the roast beef establishment. So you're just cutting ties. We're just cutting ties. Sorry, altogether. Matt. No longer friends. No, I don't know if Matt Kenseth will be there. I am interested. If anybody has been to a NASCAR event, give me some tips on on kind of what I what I'm going into. I've been to a you know I've obviously been to uh, Eagle Eagle Raceway is awesome um but uh that's why i'm looking forward to a nascar event. i mean it's something that uh, unlike anything i'm sure what i have been told is it's really loud so i'm gonna you know maybe yeah bring be ready for that yeah. well i mean there's you know cars <laughs> with very strong engines driving around that's everywhere right. so it might be very loud. and yeah. there's also all the fans that are just screaming at the top of their lungs i just i don't i don't know if i'd be able to just sit there and watch the cars just just going around because because I mean those tracks are huge yes first off so like at some point like you can't I mean you can see them but they're very small yeah. on the, when they get to the other side the opposite side of, of you but I I think I'd want to be I don't know it's probably obviously the most expensive point is like near the finish line I guess so you could like see the finish but I don't I don't know man it just seems to me and this isn't to take anything away from everybody else but like I don't know if I could sit here sit there for that long yeah. and just watch them drive around well, i think it's supposed to be about two hours and i think <laughs> it is a bit weird like the at least even at uh you know eagle it's like 
you know, you don't you don't want to cheer for anybody to get hurt, but crashes are exciting. Yeah, you know, as long kinda, as everybody's okay, right? Be pretty cool. So I mean, that kind of adds adds to the adds to the flavor a little bit. I mean, I'm gonna try to like do a nose, you know, when I on the right up there, uh, really kind of figure out what's going on. I was looking up this morning because I know they do like the standings right and mm-hmm. uh, Daytona 500s early in the season. It goes like until the end of the year, um, so it's a crazy long uh, season that they have. But um, so I was kind of tracking who's won lately and. Yeah, I'm a NASCAR guy this weekend. Don't don't question me. Should I'm not I wear? I should wear like a like a big Chevrolet or Ford shirt or something, so people think I haven't like a stake in it. So you have you have a, you have a feeling for it. Yeah. But then if the guy wins, is is the opposite? What are you gonna do? That's okay. I'll just be like, I don't you'll really switch. Know what I'm talking about. You'll be like, I was kidding. <laughs> I'm actually a Ford guy. Yeah. Ford's been doing bad, by the way. They only have one uh, one series or one race to win this year. Look at so you. You are a NASCAR forward. guy. Yeah, I figured it out. Chevy's the way to go as of late. Um, but I'm not really. Are you a, Are you a, like as a car guy? There's certain people like I will never touch. I, a, I don't care this or that. I don't care. Yeah, yeah me. Either. I know my my favorite car, the car that like my dream car, is a is a I gotta remember the year a '68 Chevy Impala. No idea why. Like, I'd put Midnight <laughs> Club Dub Edition. Oh, yeah. Got a 68 Chevy Impala on there, and I was like, yes. This is my car. I tricked it out, and I was like, this is, if I could ever have a car in the real world, dream car, it would be that. <laughs> it's good to have your dream car, too, be something that, uh, you know, it's maybe is. Everybody's telling you to get radio headsets. Radio headsets, yeah, I do see so that. So you can listen in to the drivers. Apparently, they do that. I wonder how much more. I guess that would be pretty. Slim says uh, you have to get the radio when going to the NASCAR event, rent them at the track, or buy some ahead of time. Listening to the individual car cars radio or broadcast will make the whole thing so much better. Okay. Yeah, I'll do a radio. Plus, it helps yeah. with the noise. Oh, yeah. That would probably help, too. And you can link two together so whoever you're with, you can talk to each other. Th- things just got so much more interesting. Wait a minute. You can talk to each other. Through your headsets. Through our headsets. But just to the person you're with, and you can listen in to the other driver or to one of so the drivers or something. So we shouldn't speak while the drivers are speaking. Well, I don't think maybe. they can hear they you. They can't hear I don't <laughs> think that, that that would just be ridiculous. Hey, babe, can I pass the popcorn? Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> no, get off of this channel. <laughs> How do you get on here? Uh, Drew Ooh, you can bring your own drinks. Mark's really? texting is drinking. Drinking is, is obviously allowed, probably encouraged at NASCAR events. He you sent a... bring one cooler per person? Food and drink are permitted in the grandstands. Uh, and the soft-sided coolers no longer than 14 by 14 by 14. Telescoping handles are okay if they fit within the 14 by 14 by 14 dimensions. <laughs> Hard plastic lining or your soft-sided cooler does not need to be removed. Glass is not allowed, however. Huh. I'm bringing a cooler. I didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. I, I'm sure the drinks that you can get there are, are expensive, like any any event these days. Mm. Last year, they didn't rent any headsets at the track. You had to pre-purchase. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you got some passes, so you're good. Yeah, yeah, maybe they'll just, they'll just hand me some. You're special. I'm special. <laughs> I just, you know, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit worried about fitting in. I don't think you, I don't <laughs> think you should be. I feel like NASCAR is, a, is this is going to sound weird. I feel like NASCAR is pretty diverse. Yeah, maybe. You know, like open invite yeah, everybody's yeah. in. Yeah, I think you, I think you'll be fine. I went to a rodeo one time, and there's rodeos coming up, and I don't discourage anybody to go to rodeos mm-hmm. or NASCAR events. In fact, I encourage you to get outside of your your own element. But I was I felt weird at the rodeo too. I I've been to a rodeo <laughs> event in Omaha like twice when they had them at the then Quest Center. Yeah, I went to like two of those. Always the Quest Center. Yeah, didn't feel out of place. You didn't feel out of place. No, no, I didn't know what was going on. 
Smelled yeah. weird. <laughs> but I was like, this is interesting. I was like, this guy is riding a crazy bull. I don't know what kind of per- yeah. I don't know what, what gets into your mind to make you think, hey, I should ride a a, a bucking bronco or a bull. <laughs> this is my path. This, this is, is what I'm this is this what is I'm what I don't know do, what yeah. like seriously though. I don't know what like in your head is just like Yes. That's me. I'm gonna do this. Well if I fall if if, if I stay on too long, you know, or if I'm on and if something happens the wrong way, I'll smack my head into the back of it, and I'll, yeah. I could I could pass out or I could die, or you know, if I get knocked off, it'll chase me and I could die. Were they die. wearing helmets at least, or did they wear cowboy hats? They were wearing. Mm, good yeah, question. Yeah, I know this was a while back. Yeah, they might have just been wearing cowboy hats. CTE didn't yeah. exist at that time. That's scary. Uh, yeah, I've I've got a rule with animals is that I don't mess with the big ones or the ones that could kill me. You know, that's a lot of animals. That's most of the animals. That's but. that's. Almost every animal could kill you <laughs> in some sort of way. I know, but like, you know, like, hey, you want to go pet the stingrays? No, because I've seen, I've heard stingrays can kill people. I'll pet a stingray. Might, I'll punch a stingray. I actually did pet a stingray, I'll but I wasn't the, in the water. I will, I will beat a stingray. Shout out to Steve Irwin. That's what I'm talking about, though. Like Steve Irwin. What, what are the guys that mess with the tigers? And eventually, one got mauled. Oh, uh, I the magicians. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know that's names. what I'm saying. You mess with these guys long enough. Okay, with well, tigers, like that's well, different. stingrays too. Nah, stingrays different. It happened. I know it did. <laughs> out of all the out of all with. the crazy, then that's that's honestly that's what pisses me off the most. Out of all the crazy animals that he dealt with, and all the ways that he could have died, a freaking stingray took him out. Yeah. Piss me off. Would have been something, though. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Porkchop said uh, Siegfried and Roy, yeah. I yeah, think one of them. Tiger. A, tiger said, tiger. hello. Tiger. Night, night. Get to him. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that's not good. It, you know, it'd be like that sometimes when my, you're messing with tigers. That's why my dog is five pounds. <laughs> I don't know, man. That dog can still get you. There's no way. If that dog gets me. you on the neck, <laughs> gets you right on that carotid me. artery, you're done. <laughs> I'm not you're done, though. Not too worried about a chihuahua. It still hurt. He's an alert dog, not a, not a guard dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's somebody here. <laughs> yeah, no, the dog yeah, is, he the dog is freaking out. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also in the news today, Michigan center Hunter Dickinson transferring to Kansas. Yeah, shout uh, out to Kansas. Yeah, one of the bigger... I mean, one of the biggest moves that we can see in modern-day NIL, um, you know, transfers. This is an all-American type, and, and probably a guy that puts Kansas right on the on on the. I mean, as far as the favorites go mm-hmm. in college basketball. Now, it is interesting. College basketball usually the the top five teams don't end as the top five teams. Preseason college basketball is always a lot more way off uh, than like college football mm-hmm. is. Uh, but in, in this case, you know, this is not a, not, not, not like, well, this freshman could come in and be good. This is Hunter Dickinson. Well proven in the big 10 um, to you. Does this, is this change the college basketball landscape at all? Or is this just kind of something that we all kind of knew he was going to transfer? I'm just glad he went to Kansas, I guess, because I, I was worried he'd go to Maryland. Well, just, well, not necessarily the big 10, but in, in the big 10 realm, but like, I like Blue Bloods, as you know. Mm-hmm. This makes college basketball a little bit more interesting, gives Kansas a Or were you scared he was going to go to Villanova? No, I like Villanova, too. I'm, I don't like the years where Ben Simmons goes to LSU. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Ant Edwards goes to Georgia, and they don't even make the NIT. You don't like when the best player goes somewhere Markel where Markel Fultz is, like, like, dominating oh. at Washington, and they win nine games. Yeah. I don't like the stars of college basketball being buried somewhere where we're not going to watch them. Or not get their tournament. I, I mean, I, I get that to a certain point, but, you know, it's fun to have those storylines, and sometimes they are good. 
Sometimes it does. I mean, they probably won't win the whole thing, but they'll make the tournament. They'll make a little bit of a run, and you're just like, oh, this is this is a pretty interesting story. Or you get a you get somebody like a John ja Morant who wasn't a star but went to a, a Murray State and led them into the NCAA tournament. You're like, oh, well, this is this is actually really interesting. So I mean, that's that's something that that I enjoy. But I get it with the whole blue blood thing, and I, I don't think this changes uh, the the landscape or not the landscape. I don't think this changes like. Um, college basketball in terms of transfers or big names doing this or doing that. I mean, it was bound to happen at some point, and he's just the first. Is he the first big name to to leave his school and choose another big school? Like, is he is Hunter Dickinson like setting the precedent? I guess, but you know, like the NIL line, landscape. You wonder of how this. much NIL played into something like this because he is a huge name. He is a huge name, but at Kentucky the same time, involved. But at the same time, it's just. I think for him it was just winning a title because it's not like he wasn't getting paid a boatload of money more than likely. Uh, and this is all speculation. Uh, getting paid a, a boatload of money at Michigan uh, to play there because he was one of the better players in the Big Ten. So um, I, I don't know how much NIL played into it as much as getting ready for the NBA or 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 getting a chance to win a title because I don't know – you know, for how good Juwan Howard has Michigan right now, I don't know if that team, even with Hunter Dickinson, would have won a national title. But going to Kansas, where they've produced many a great big man, um, that gives him a, a greater chance of making it to the national championship game, winning a national title, and possibly being drafted higher uh, in the NBA draft. Well, it's strange. I don't know how much of it played into the NBA either because he can't, he could have came out in Michigan his freshman year and probably been a borderline first-round pick. Mm -hmm. He's come back, you know, each of the last two years now, um, averaged 18 and a half, about the same each year, um, and obviously a different varying of six, uh, re, you know seasons as far as success goes for Michigan the last two years. But I don't know. He doesn't seem like, it, it, you know, it, the jump to the NBA seems like it's somewhat – surpassed him now he's going into his fourth year of college basketball um mm -hmm. and he is one of those guys you know his low low post dominant um not in, incredible you know tall not incredibly athletic um that's probably more of a, a better fit for mm -hmm. college basketball he's, than the NBA. he's stretched his range out a little bit yeah where he can shoot threes but it's still i i don't think you're looking at, at hunter dickinson as a as a three-point threat but from time to time he'll stretch out behind the three-point line and hit a couple of shots yeah so, he, like you said, he's more of a, a college big. But I think with what Kansas has done with big men, the way that they've been able to develop them and get them to the NBA, I think this might also be a move for that where he could have come out his freshman year and probably been drafted, but maybe he, he thought at the time that he wasn't quite ready. Or maybe this is just a move to win a national championship in college because he knows or he thinks or has been told that his game doesn't translate very well to the NBA, so he wants to make his mark in college and you know live off of that for however long you can do that. Yeah, well, certainly probably taking advantage of, of NIL and the opportunities there. I'm sure I'll get a look in the NBA. I just, I, you know, a first rounder might be a bit of a stretch, but we'll see. I mean, you can't teach seven foot one. He has mm. seven foot Depends one. Depends on how good this season goes at Kansas, yeah. I guess. Yeah. They have, they, I think he's their fourth transfer in. Um, they got one from Texas and Towson and somewhere else, I think. Yeah. Um, but they're they're looking pretty good. Which, Again. 
It's also interesting. I saw this because, you know, Nebraska obviously added uh, from the transfer portal themselves the last couple of days. And now, according to the on three rankings, Nebraska has the number two transfer class in the nation. That is interesting. Uh, which is very interesting. And, and Robert Wash has been kind of tweeting it out and, and bringing that to my attention. I saw it on his Twitter. Um, and it, it's like it's, it's interesting, too, because when you like look into it, you know, they've lost some three stars and they've gained some three stars. And not to, again, not to belittle what Nebraska basketball has done. Obviously, it has the ranking. And it's, it, like we've said, um, I mean, it's made Nebraska a very deep team. I mean, minutes are going to be hard to come by. Um, maybe not necessarily a star studded Husker basketball team, but a lot of names that, that are expecting uh, to be playing this year. So it's going to be tough to kind of get those minutes. Uh, and the other thing is, is the fit. You know, you, you've got, mm-hmm. you got front court depth now. You added, uh, you know, a guy in Bryce Williams that you think maybe can be one of your leading scorers. You've got a, a point guard, um, um, you know, a true point guard now for the team. So a lot of it's like looking really good. I just didn't expect it to be ranked that high. Uh, and then the other thing is just kind of trying to figure out those rankings because I was like, okay. How did they get to number two? And when you look at it, it's like, okay, gained or lost like three, gained uh, three stars, four. gained four, three stars, and some other ones like maybe like a, a, a four star or two in there. Somewhat. So there's like two two of the players that Nebraska gotten have gone from three stars in high school to like four, four stars star now. Transfer portal. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that kind of factors into it because when I was looking at the rankings below them, there were there were like teams that had like added a four star, mm-hmm. and Nebraska it didn't register as adding a four star. So I'm going, I. I don't get these rankings. I don't either. But I'll I'm take just, it. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through CBS's um, transfer rankings um, for the players, not the teams. And I'm through 25 and have yet to see a Nebraska. CBS's. Yeah, on CBS's. I, I have yet to see somebody who has landed at Nebraska in the top 25. Yeah. Um, but. Um, well, that's the other thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. With Hunter Dickinson transferring to Kansas. That's got to. I mean, that's that's got to boost. That's, that's got to propel them. Kansas. Is there? And, and like you said, they've added a couple other guys. Wouldn't Kansas's transfer portal you team would, be better than Nebraska's? Well, you would think so because you know two hours ago, Robin Washitz, and this is on on three. Missouri is first. They got three players in. They lost two players. They're all the three that they got in are three stars. Um, Nebraska lost three players and got four. All three stars, I guess. No four stars in that. Yeah. Uh, and NC State is third. They lost three. They brought in five. One four star, three three stars. All the guys they lost were three stars. See, I'm not great at math, but to me, it sounds like more stars being replaced for North Carolina State than Nebraska. Yeah. Like, they replaced all of their three stars, and they got a four star. Right. So they added stars. Nebraska lost two three stars and a not not three star two star one star i don't know who it is yeah um and they got in four three stars so i don't know the math isn't mathing for me <laughs> it doesn't math for me either but you know what we'll let them figure that out maybe it's beyond simple math that it goes into those oh 38 rink mast he's number 38 so number 38 there in the cbs go. transfer rankings thank you cbs uh we're not 38 no yeah that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> but uh, somehow it relates to a very good class for nebraska and on three and we'll take it yes. either way i don't care what the class rankings are you feel pretty good about where nebraska's done this offseason uh and, and put together again a deep team with uh, a lot of the pieces 
in place. Maybe still need a wing. Maybe could still go out there and get a wing. Uh, we'll kind of see. Hurt. We'll see if there's another addition uh, before we get to season. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Once again, we're sending it off to the Royals for radio listeners. Uh, so if you want to listen to Ticket Water Cooler and Brian Mutz in a Husker recruiting update, uh, head over to one of our streams, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, or our or app. Uh, so we'll do that coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.